You are listening to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Before we get into this episode, I want you to know that Pathway to Peace, which is a group coaching program, is currently available to join. This program is built on three main pillars. First, coaching. It's the real powerhouse. It's what I do. It's what I love. Second, community. And if you've been around for a little bit more than a minute, you know how I feel about community and the power that it has to heal and change your life. And lastly, I have a library of content filled with resources, with modules, with lessons. We go way deeper than I can go in on the podcast. And these are available to you in a way that you can consume them in your busy life. This program would be a good fit for you if you've stabilized past the point of initial diagnosis and find yourself spending a little bit more than you'd like to in overwhelm. And you can't imagine how, given all the things in your life, you can have any sort of peace ever again. Through the program, you will gain the gift of acceptance. You will do the work to recover your spark. You'll leave the program with the tools and the confidence that you have what you need to have joy and peace part of your life once again. So it's time to change it up. I know you've been saying yes to everybody, especially serving with all your heart and everything you have to your child. Now it's time to say yes to you. Find the link in the show notes to get more information and for next steps. Hi, I'm Kara Riska, life coach, wife, and the mother of four incredible and unique kids. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I completely lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving. And you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and grace that once felt so completely lacking. I started the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves up against what feels impossible. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle the dreams that you hold impossible now. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child this is a podcast about you. If you're a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Special Needs Mom podcast. Or if you're new around here, welcome to the Special Needs Mom podcast. I am so glad you're here. And I have prepared for you a very relevant podcast for today, particularly for me. And my guess is that it's going to be very applicable for you as well. Today, we're talking about overwhelm, specifically the vicious cycle of overwhelm. I feel like overwhelm is the expectation of the experience of motherhood that we all just kind of think, oh, okay, like that's just (laughs) how it's supposed to be. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I like to question those kind of things. I like to mix things up a little bit. 
I like to push against stuff like this. It reminds me of a time when I was in high school. So I played water polo and one of the like disciplines that they gave us was that we had to do this thing called thinker. I don't know. I think we were like late to something. And so we had to essentially lay in plank, but then on a pool deck. And so you'd put your elbows on um, a kickboard to give some sort of padding, but let's just say it did not help that much. And I thought it was unjust. I thought that the consequence that we were being given was unreasonable. And so I protested and my entire team is laying there in plank position while I am, I'm actually kind of embarrassed about, I'm kind of proud and I'm kind of embarrassed about this. So I was like protesting with the coach. His name was Josh. I don't remember a lot from high school, but I do remember that moment. And my best friend, Grace, still tells me how proud she was of me in that moment. She's like, I was so glad you were fighting. And um, it's just funny. And I don't know how that applies to this, but I just thought it was a fun story. (laughs) So, oh, I know how it applies. It applies that we're mixing it up a little bit. We're going to not necessarily be disrespectful to our coaches, but we are going to question. We're going to say, do we really need to lay down on that deck and exercise our abs? (laughs) Apparently not. No. Okay. The overwhelm cycle. Well, sometimes I have episodes planned out for you guys. And sometimes I am kind of like, what's going on in my own life? And how can I share that with y'all? Because even though I'm a coach, and even though I get to facilitate these conversations, I also am practicing the work as well. I am of the work. I'm a product of my own product. In this particular day, on this particular week, there's a shit ton of stuff going on in our life. Sorry for the language, ladies, but that's just the best way I have to describe it. I'm going to spare you from running down the complete list and schedule, but suffice it to say that now we have two specialist appointments, we have two IEP meetings, and then I'll say, etc. So there is a lot on our plate. My husband and I both work full time. And so he's a teacher. And I don't know if you guys are teachers or no teachers, but this has been and continues to be a very challenging circumstance. So that is our little snapshot of our week. And I can see how it's very easy for me to kind of be kicked into this overwhelmed place. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through my cycle. I'm going to kind of like show you a snapshot of a day in the life of a human over here doing human things. And my hope is that it's going to help you one, normalize your own experience. But more importantly, it's going to give you some options to not just stay in overwhelm, to not just do the default thing of like, well, coach said we have to like lay on the deck. So we have to do that. I want to give you other options. So picture this. I was completely overwhelmed. Like my brain was just spinning and spinning, spinning. I did not sleep well last night. And I expected that because of I was amped up about this week. So uh, this afternoon, I took a moment to lay in my bed. What I really wanted was to make all the feelings that I had to go away. I was feeling overwhelmed, amped up, really ungrounded. 
then these feelings start to scare me because I consider them against everything I want in my life. It's like I still have them programmed in my brain that there's like something wrong about them. I know that there's not, but that's just kind of when I'm up in this space, that's the story my brain starts to spin. So I try to resist them. Bad feelings. Go away. And the more I resist them, the more I try to push them away, the more I am convinced that something's wrong because they're not going away. You see, I'm giving them meaning beyond what they already are. So you can see how this cycle starts to build on itself. I have this feeling. I have a thought about the feeling. I try to push the feeling away. Feeling gets worse. Thoughts get worse. Feelings get worse. It starts to really spiral. So I'm laying there and I'm just trying to figure out a way out. I want away from these feelings. Picture me laying in my bed, fully clothed, laying like a little mummy with my arms safely folded over my belly. And like I shared, my first instinct is to try to make these feelings go away. I really wanted to feel different than I did. And I was laying there and I was still stuck in thinking about how to get away, how to change the way I was feeling. And this is a clever way of avoiding feeling. And I realized that I was stuck in thinking about my feelings rather than actually just experiencing the feeling of it, the pure feeling. And if you're like most people, you don't actually know the difference between thinking about a feeling and experiencing or feeling a feeling. I've talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I know that it's not a concept that we can necessarily just get intellectually. We actually have to experience it to recognize the difference. So as a quick little side note, feelings are experienced in our body. They're sensations in our body. And usually it's, I've heard it described as they're vibrations in our body. It's energy in our body. That's a feeling. They're not experienced in our head. So as I'm laying there thinking about my feelings cleverly avoiding my feelings. I was still resisting the feeling. And so in this case, I recognized what I was doing. And so I guided myself into experiencing the feeling and stopping my thoughts. One thing to note is that for us lovers of control, for those, those of you out there that really like to feel in control of things, that this process, this is my experience. I can't speak to everybody because obviously we all have our own unique feelings. But I do think that the experience of us mothers that like to feel in control, that the experience of letting go of our thoughts about feelings and actually leaning in just to the experience feels like letting go of control. That in and of itself is one of the reasons why I think we resist it so heavily. Because when we actually go to experience the feeling, most of the time, I'm going to say all the time, actually, 
it's not nearly as bad as we think it's going to be. It's funny. It's like anything that we procrastinate. Procrastination is just trying to avoid a feeling. And by not doing a certain thing, we think we're going to get to avoid the feeling that we think we're going to have or not have when we do the thing. So that's just kind of a side note is that for us lovers of control, we associate this process with feeling out of control. Okay, let me continue on the experience, sharing my experience just as a snapshot of today. So I'm laying there, kind of resting, kind of just like allowing myself just to be still. Obviously, my thoughts were spinning, trying to figure out what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And then, like I mentioned earlier, when I noticed I was doing this, I invited myself to, to drop into my body, to stop thinking actively about how what was wrong and how to fix it, to just noticing the sensations in my body. So this looks like for me, starting from the top of my head, doing a, a, a slow body scan, to checking in, to kind of just, then this is like the beginning of starting to feel it. And for me, usually at first glance, I feel nothing. I'm like, I, I'm nothing. I have nothing. I don't feel anything. <laughs> this continues to kind of perpetuate something's wrong. Something's wrong with me. I don't feel it. I'm not getting this. And I continue to have to just allow myself to slow down that thought, to allow the sensations that are not huge, but sometimes whispers, allow them to come up, right? Because I've been pushing them down sometimes for a while. So I allow them to come up and notice, okay, so the first thing I noticed today was, wow, my heart is, it feels like it's beating out of my chest. I actually looked at my Fitbit to be like, what is my heart rate? It wasn't that high, but it, it still felt very high. Um, although it was quite high. It was like 75, like laying down. And then later on, I checked it again because I was like, what's wrong? It was 78. So I'm like, that's like not a very low resting heart rate. So my heartbeat was elevated right? So this physical experience was perpetuating. It was this part of this vicious cycle of uh, overwhelm because my heartbeat was actually elevated, which then fuels me to continue thinking something is wrong. Do you see how this cycle works, right? So then I had to go back and just be with my heartbeat, feeling it beat in my chest, not trying to make it go away, just feeling it up and down, thump, 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 thump. Then asking myself, what else is going on? Okay, I still feel some energy in my stomach, my tummy. I still have some energy in my tummy. And I just allow to really, really focus on that, on these feelings. So my heart was racing. I felt like my whole body wanted to run away. Like I wanted just to like flee. My stomach had this pit in it. I felt all of the energy from like about my, my stomach upward, where it just felt like everything was rising up, right? So it's like very, like I would describe it as a very ungrounded feeling, like almost like wind was taking me away, which is a very unsettling feeling for me. And I, again, just allowed it to be there, to stay there, not trying to move it or to shift it. This is the thing that has taken me the longest time is in doing this, I immediately want to change it. Okay, I see it. I want to fix it. No, 
I have to just allow it. The point of this exercise is not to make it go away. It's to experience it. So I'm continuing to focus and I'm just allowing that to be there. And then I notice that I feel like there's a cage around me, like a blockade. I feel so stiff and rigid. And I feel like this is my response. This is my defense to the week ahead that I feel like I have to like protect myself from it. I would say this is the feeling of overwhelm and the only way out is through. And here's the thing is allowing that emotion to be there for me broke the cycle, the vicious cycle of overwhelm. It allows me to stop the cycle because instead of acting unintentionally out of the overwhelm, which for me would look like maybe controlling, it would look like maybe over overacting, it would look like overorganizing, it would look like spinning, like doing a lot of things, but not really doing them, like kind of like jumping from task to task to task, trying to change my experience, but actually making it worse. So in allowing this emotion just to be there and not having to fix it, I got to break the cycle. And when we can allow this feeling, suddenly there is nothing wrong or nothing to fix, right? Because if the thing that I was trying to avoid was feeling this feeling by trying to fix it all, if I'm willing to allow it, suddenly I don't have to fix it or push it away. My energy is now not spent on trying to fix or push away. My energy can now be focused on maybe something like caring for myself or maybe even just then focusing on the willingness that I have to fail at some things this week. I think for myself, recognizing when there's a lot on my plate, I hold it also like seriously, like, oh my gosh, like I have to do it all. Not recognizing like, well, you could cancel some meetings or you could like decide to like take a day off work. There's a lot of different things I could do. But through the lens of overwhelm, I'm not able to choose anything out of a, from a reason that I like, that I actually like. Like, I don't like any of it. I'm like, I just, I want to not feel this way. So if you're curious about this experience of processing feelings, I want to show you, like, I want to actually experience this with you. Yes, this can be done all by yourself. And it can be so powerful to experience it with another human being. It doesn't take a long time. This whole process can easily happen in like 15, 20, 30 minutes. And if you feel like you're kind of stuck in the place, like so if you feel stuck or if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel angry, or if you don't even know what you feel, let me help you. This is the gift of having a small community right now is that I can actually share this with you because I want to. And because it's a gift to me to be able to share it with you. So what you would need to do to do that is just on the show notes, book a consult, super easy. And let me know you want to experience this. You want to practice this. You want to know what it's like to actually feel a feeling and not to resist it. On the other side of feeling a feeling is is one of the most free experiences that you'll have. 
It's like getting out of jail and recognizing like, it's like getting out of jail on like a really beautiful day and recognizing that you can do anything. Like you're free all of a sudden. If you want to try it on your own, obviously I walked you through my experience, but let me give you a couple ideas to try this on your own. And then if you get stuck anywhere along the way, let me know. Like, let's have a conversation about it. Okay, so here's what I suggest. You get to a quiet, safe place where your kids aren't going to be like running in or like, you know, you're not going to get hit by a car or whatever. (laughs) Random example. And you would want to sit or lay. My preference is actually sitting, but I don't know why I went for the mummy situation today. And shut your eyes. And just start at the top of your head, right? So just start, say, at the top of, very top of your head and start to scan down to your ears, to your face, to your neck, to your shoulders, all the way through to like every part of your body that you could name and just kind of focus and just literally observe like, okay, what's here? Nothing. Oh, wow. That feels really tight or wow. That feels really, that feels really like heavy, or it feels like there's something weighing on my shoulders. These are a lot of things that come up commonly. And then you can go back up again and just kind of settle in where you feel the most energy. And ask yourself, like, where is the most energy? Describe the energy, right? So instead of trying to think about like, well, where is this coming from? I want you to describe the energy like you're, you're on the phone with somebody and you're trying to tell them what it looks like what it feels like, or what the experience of having it is, right? They can't see it, but you're going to do your very best to describe it. Like, and even if it does have any physical attributes, maybe it has a color, maybe it feels very solid, like iron, or maybe it feels very light and fluffy and windy. Like one of my least favorite feelings is a feeling that like, it's like almost like someone's shaking my body and it feels very light and airy. It makes me feel very out of control. And I think you get the idea. I don't like that feeling. Okay. And I want you just to allow that to be there. And sometimes at the end, it's nice to say, well, what is the name of this feeling? For the purpose of this exercise, I just want you to allow that feeling. Yes, there's more we can do with it. But I want you just to experience what it's like to stop resisting and to actually allow. Notice if you're trying to get the feeling to go away, this is what you're going to really want to watch yourself for. And I want you just to see how long you can allow it to be there. You can kind of check in and and like after you're allowing it to be there, does it feel the same as it did when you first started? Is it changing in any way? Sometimes during this exercise, you will actually go from feeling like that there's like a hundred pounds on your shoulders to not feeling that at all. And sometimes not. Okay. So that's what I want you to experiment with. You guys know now I'm an experimenter. Thank you for allowing me to share my experience with you today, to wrestle with the the discomfort that I create in my own life, and then to have the opportunity to bear it all to you. Yes, it's vulnerable. Yes, I have thoughts like, wow, I should really uh, be better at this. Yes, I recognize that those don't serve me. And so that's why I'm putting it all out here for you guys. 
And if you listen to the last couple episodes, you might know about this group. But if you haven't, or if you're new here, I want to tell you guys about something that I just created. And that has been one of the most moving experiences I've had. And it's opening a group coaching program. This is intended to be a very small group. It's going to be a very intimate group. And it's a type of community where you we can actually experience this work together. And like I said, the value of not doing this alone, I don't have words to describe it. I mean, I could like hyperbolize, is that a word? I could be hyperbolic about it. But I'm just going to say I don't have words. It's it's magical. Okay, I do have words. It's magical. And <laughs> the value of doing it together is just profound. This small group is launching quite soon, actually. And so I want you to check in with yourself and say, hey, you know what? Like, is it time for me to explore what this would look like for me to actually move beyond just staying stuck? Or maybe it's just like that you feel like you're okay, but you don't want to necessarily just live the rest of your life just okay. You want to actually shift that into be like freaking fantastic. This group, a lot of the people joining it are really looking to grow confidence and to regain the feeling of feeling free again. For a lot of us, it seems like having kids with special needs feels like a jail, like we're stuck in something that we can't get out of because we don't want to leave our kids. And so that seems very unmovable. So I want to invite you to schedule a consult. Now you have two good reasons to reach out. One, to practice this experience and two, to explore if this group is right for you. Again, it's very easy. All you have to do is click on the show notes to do, there'll be a variety of ways to contact me. There's really no wrong way to do it. You can also reach out on Instagram at Kara Riska and it will be my privilege to meet with you. Go out there and break your overwhelm cycles. Tell me about it. Share with me when you're stuck and celebrate your wins in this area. We will see you next week. One more thing before we officially, officially wrap up this show. Sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I have the experience of wanting more. I'm listening at the very end thinking, I sure wish that episode didn't end. I invite you, if you feel in any way the same way, I invite you to the Special Needs Mom podcast community, which is a free group that I host on Facebook, where we as a community of fellow moms who listen to this podcast and are experiencing life in similar shoes, get to talk to one another, get to share stories, get to actually interact. I hope you'll consider joining. See you over there.